What's up, Garrett? Oh man, I just just got a really cool package in the mail today. Yeah, I see. That's a nice box you got there. Up what's a box what's right inside? Now. What is well, it? That? Says uh, says welcome to the Manscaped movement. What is wow. what is that? Is it like landscape but for men? Well, it's a weed whacker, but it says it's for your nose and ear hairs. You know, I've been meaning. Dude, like I've been meaning to tell you, I can see it from here on camera. Like you, you've been needing to trim that shit That's up. That's gross. So you're saying that that'll fix that? I might do it in the shower later because it says it's waterproof and it has shit. skin safe technology to prevent nicks, snags, tugs, and the cutting head is replaceable. And, wow! And, and so and it won't just get your dirty boogers inside of it, or or your ears. Well, I don't know. Let's test it out. <laughs> Wow, now I'm not so pained from looking at your face on the on the screen. You don't have hair. I can out of breathe the again. Amazing. 
Wow. Dude, that, rem- wow. that looks just like the one that they sent me, except mine said it was for my my balls. Um, oh. And it looks a little different. And I haven't got that far I, into the box yet. Yeah, yeah, mine was in there. And, and I tell you, um, I feel like when you get a ball shaver like that, you know, you get one shot to use it on something that's not your balls. So I used that's it on right. my face for like the one time, like it's new out of the box. I used it on my face and it works better than my face trimmer that I've been using. Like I wish I had two of them, one for my face and one for my sack, you know, you, but know, I what you, you know what you need to do, Mike. Yeah. I need to use HAC 20 and get myself a second one. And then maybe put like a little piece of tape on it so I don't mix them up. And that's right. Yeah. That yeah is that's always a good idea. Not recommended yeah. on the box, but we will tell you that that is yeah. recommended. Yeah. Um, put, yeah. Put a piece of tape on both. One that says face and one that says balls. That's always a good idea. But seriously, man, you should have. I mean, I was holding it right up to the microphone, but this thing is quiet. It does a good job of cleaning out my nose. Unlike the yeah. shitty one that I've been using. Because obviously it wasn't working that well. And, uh, yeah, like Mike said, you can go to www.manscaped.com. Tell them we sent you. Use the promo code HAC20 for 20% off your entire order. That's like a good percentage off. That's a great dude. Like, It's a high-quality razor, and those this can thing be pricey. beautiful. But, yeah, dude, they stay. just looks, I mean, that thing just looks good. Look at the box. It's all black with, like, gold trim. They mean business. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking sick. And they sent us like underwear, and then there's like deodorant for your balls. Deodorant for your balls. Like aftershave for your balls. There's some fancy shit in there that I didn't know my balls needed. But uh, your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you, and your lover will probably thank you even even more, even more. Best used pre sex. (laughs) Also. I would I would say I don't know I this is open to interpretation but uh, I used mine I used mine after also taking some workman's relief CBD it kind of chilled yeah. me out <clears throat> CBD so then I, my hands were shaking when I was when I was trimming my nose hairs you know and I'm sure it'll I help think when I even yeah even <laughs> if you had shaky hands like these clippers are harmless I tried to cut myself with them on my face <laughs> like not. <laughs> there's no fucking around I tried to come in, in the private parts but like you know there's no experimentation there but you can't cut yourself you're, you're fine you can do it with shaky hands but if you would rather not which I think most people probably everybody would rather not do it with shaky hands pop some workman's relief on and you can use HAC CBD for 15% and, and, and we're, we're, look at what we're giving you right now you got look at how much look at the you deals. got CBD oh my God. combined with smooth, silky smooth testicles and and all of it's at discount. So we are not our, our little you cannot gift hold you us liable to our podcast for any damages to your face and body from all the women hurling themselves at you. Mm-hmm. Or dudes, women just people that might be attracted to you. Right? Yeah. Um so Correct. yeah. That that's all that's yeah. all very accurate. Yep. yep. I will post yep. the I will post the the links to both Manscaped and Workman's Relief and the promo codes in the show notes. 
of this episode. And today on the Hippies and Cowboys podcast, <laughs> you just heard right. a few minutes we ago. We also many, have a podcast. Many long, here. many long minutes ago, many long, painful minutes ago, you heard Big Old Good by Jeremy Pinnell. What a fucking his, banger of what a song. What a fucking banger. Goodbye, LA, October 1st. Man, you'll hear us. You'll hear us go on and on about how much we love this record in this podcast. So I don't think we need to, but I don't think we need to get into it because you're going to hear us just go on and on and on and on during the podcast. But it was a great episode with Jeremy. Thanks for tuning in to the show as always. And you can go to thehippiesandcowboys.com, pick up some of our merch if you want, support us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. And uh, if you support us on Patreon, then there's bonus podcasts on there and uh there's oh, we're gonna start doing giveaways too we're gonna like start our, doing giveaways all kinds of shit yeah. all kinds know. of good shit what a deal you can't, you can't go wrong look at all these deals we're giving you but uh Gosh, yeah. you're welcome Th- yeah you're, you're welcome, welcome. that's right yeah. <laughs> all right thanks for listening enjoy the show and i really thoroughly hope you enjoy this this album also from jeremy pinnell and uh you will you will so thanks for listening and enjoy the show I'd cuss at a kid in about the first 45 minutes, probably. <laughs> when it was like 10.30 and I haven't had a dip of Copenhagen since 7 a.m. And I'm like, you know, a little kid gets testy with you. Motherfucker. Yeah. But you can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jeremy. yeah, we can start with me cussing at, talking about cussing at kids. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a good I think, that's, the, good. I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think so too, man. Jeremy, when, when's the last time you cussed a kid? Yeah, who me? Yeah, uh, probably my oh, son. Yeah. He's a six-year-old, so yeah. I mean, I mean, sometimes it it happens, dude. You can't help it, you know. Yeah, you're, you're both yeah. like your ass is the elbow all the time, so it's like, you know, it's like you're gonna yell at each other, you know, even yeah. if he is yeah. six years old, you know. Does he, cu- I mean, he cuss yeah. at you? I hope not. Yeah, he cusses at me for sure. Yeah, it'll break your heart, dude. <laughs> God damn it, Dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you sound just like him. Oh, I've spent some time around children. Oh, yeah. Teaching them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the podcast, Jeremy. No, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Let's, uh, we're going to talk about this, I, this record, yeah. October 1st. Goodbye, LA. Yep. Fuck, man. Dude. I was like, I don't know if I've ever responded to an email faster than <laughs> I did. Like, like, a, like a, when somebody sends us like, you know, an early listen to something, I don't know if I've ever got back to somebody faster than that. After listening to like three songs, I was like, yes, let's go. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it reminds me of like, that this album is like anyway so yeah we were just we just we were just uh getting done 
kissing your ass about the record, I guess. <laughs> no, it ain't, dude, it ain't kissing my ass. Like, you don't oh, understand, like, you put in a bunch of hard work and you, you really hope that people like it. So, like, when you hear people say that they enjoy it, I mean, that's, like, the best thing. I mean, an artist, you know, if people like your art, then it's, like, the best thing you can hear. So, I don't, you know, people say brown nose and kissing ass, no. whatever. I, it ain't like that at all. It's, it's... Mm it's good to hear man because we yeah. work really hard dude you know we're we're out making no money you know humping it on the road and so any kind of like hey good job you know that shit goes a long way you know yeah man. yeah no i was just and, i was just cracking a joke <laughs> oh no did i sound like i was getting wild no 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 <laughs> oh, okay i was just letting you know man um you know, the, the, actually the first person I heard kiss your ass about this record. And I think it was <laughs> just going to, I'm just going to roll that. out that term. Yeah. yeah we're okay, we're balls it. deep at this point. We'll, we'll roll with it. All right, um, it. and I think it was before we even had it, but Arlo was up, uh, just a couple hours North of me. I went up and did like a little video thing with him and, uh, in the green room, dude, he was like going on and on. I mean, this is like, this was like an hour long conversation that was had in the green room about how great your album was and he's playing it and and just talking on and on and on and jeremy 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 and i was like fuck man i need to get my hands on this and then it was I think like we got I it a couple like, days later yeah it was, it was like four days later we got it emailed and I'm like, oh, all right this is top priority right now <laughs> good good but, yeah he's yeah me and him like uh we definitely like if there's one person that I cannot see for a long time and just meet back up with and start off right where we left off, that's, he's one of those guys, you know, mm -hmm. we just yeah. spent some serious time together yeah. and we, we grew a lot together. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. You guys just played a show together like last yeah. month, right? At Laurel Cove with John Grace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was cool, man. It was cool getting to see, getting to see him, what he's doing, man. And, uh, I don't know. It's just nice. Beautiful venue too. Yeah, it was killer yeah. down there, dude. Some guy, some kind of SUV, and got out and handed me a bottle of moonshine or a jar of moonshine. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exactly like All our right. experience at yeah. Laurel Cove, yeah. <laughs> Pineville, yeah. Kentucky's moonshine just shows up in your pocket or in your stomach. Yeah. And yeah, I gave whether you want it to or not, it's there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, God bless Kentucky. Pass that shit along. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, after you, you gotta taste it, figure out. You know, is this a good one? Okay. Then you do that no. three times. And you're fucked. I think there's like a way to figure it out. I think if we were talking, I think if it has like big bubbles in it, mm -hmm. like if you shake the jar, if there's like big bubbles in it, it's not like it's not done right. But if you shake it up and there's like a bunch of little bubbles, you know. Like mm -hmm. that, that's how you know it's. Hmm. I don't know. I don't that's know what a, I'm talking about. I'm we, we, I'm gonna trust what you're saying yeah. more than anything that I would ever know. So I'm okay. just gonna roll with that because what I've been doing is just drinking it no matter what. Yeah, and then <laughs> dealing yeah. with the consequences of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it works. I don't know. I would like. I I've definitely uh, had days like that. I try not to do anything like that anymore. You know. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I get you i'm not messing around with that <laughs> well fuck man yeah you're you're talking like 
you know you said you said like you put so much you put so much into these these records and you know when you hear a compliment on it and you know it probably does feel pretty good but i mean we've been this one has been a long time coming too this is four years now since we've got ties of blood and affection so mm-hmm. has it been four years really 2017 that's what i jesus what I read. yeah four years wow. yeah. does it feel like four years <laughs> uh not really no i mean maybe it has been you know um yeah i don't i don't know hasn't felt like that we've been pretty busy you know yeah i guess looking at at the the song list here um and it's been i guess it's been four years has this project kind of been ongoing since that last release or was here in the last year or so where you just did you kind of sit down and go all right let's let's put put everything on the table um, on what we have so far and and put another one together or has it just kind of been like ongoing since the last one Uh, we did songs no we did some demos in 2019 at the end of 2019 Mm -hmm. and then we were on tour at the beginning of 2020 and uh we cut the record in austin with jonathan tyler and um and and we got it done right right at the like cut off where they started asking people to stay home you know oh shit oh wow. so it's like we, like i flew back i flew back down to austin and and recorded the vocals and then flew back and got home that saturday and then it was like that monday they started asking people to stay home you know damn mm-hmm. yeah we, that timing i know right and oh, uh um, so we had we had plenty of time to just sit on it for a year and a half and uh do it right you know get it mixed get it mastered um you know go through the proper channels try to get the most out of this record you know oh yeah did did you have to uh fuck around like overdub anything like after everybody was locked down or was everything kind of completely finished up when you cut that last bit of vocals yeah we had everything buttoned up we were um i remember being in texas and uh and we were all like shooting pool, like talking about COVID because people were just talking about it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were just like, we you know we weren't really paying much attention. Maybe a few jokes here and there we didn't know. And then, and then a couple weeks later, they're talking like thirty-three percent of the population's gonna fucking die. And so we we're like, oh, okay, maybe <laughs> I don't know, you know. Yeah, that was a, that was a wild time period. Nobody had any idea what the fuck was going on. No. Uh-uh, that's, I, we I still don't. don't. We still don't. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we still yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck's going on. No, so that's was, true. Uh, but, like, it was, it, was, shit was, shit was a little more scary back then, that's for sure. It really yeah. was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought everybody was going to die. I mean, yeah. you looked at what was going on in um, Italy and what was going yeah. on in China. Right. Yeah, Italy had, like, shut down their streets and, like, or, like, everybody, like, you couldn't leave. Ooh, and they are like, yeah. singing from balcony to balcony. Mm-hmm. I forgot about yeah. all that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then, yeah. Hmm. It's wild. Wild stuff. <laughs> What's the, uh, how, how's the, the brain been just in that year and a half of, of waiting? Have you been, like, just eager the whole time to get out or, like, wishing you could change a couple things or... Or what? What's the mentality been like during that wait? Um, it's um, I mean, if, uh, yeah, I wanted to put it out, but I didn't want to put it out during the pandemic. And I mean, yeah. obviously, we're still in a pandemic, but at least mm-hmm. we're l- able to play some shows at this point. And mm-hmm. 
and I was really in no hurry. Like there's no hurry to do anything because everybody's stuck at home. So I'm yeah. like, you know, so I, I, I got a job. We, we were torn music, playing music full time. That's all I was doing. And then uh, uh, I, I ended up getting a job during the pandemic. Um, and uh, so it was really it's re it's been really tough, like trying to go back and forth between music and, and then, you know, going working full time and and trying to, you know, just like the mental part of like, yeah, you wish you were just playing music you know mm -hmm. but instead you're you're doing some job you know were you able yeah. to get to maybe tap into a little bit of a different creative side when you're just going and doing a regular old job again as compared to just being on the road all the time for sure yeah i mean you know i'm i've always been a, a believer that you you have to do something other than art to make art you know mm -hmm. like you have like I need like for me to play music, I need to go live life. You know, when I come home off the road, I don't I don't sit down with my guitar and try to bang out a bunch of songs. I'm I just go do something, whether it be mm -hmm. hanging out with my boy, hang out with my wife or daughter, um, you know, go learn something new, work, whatever it is, you know. Yeah. So. And if you wanted to write a song for like the mainstream country music charts and you can just go buy a big truck and drink beer and then talk to the girls <laughs> which and then all you could write good. one of those Dude, I hate that. That all sounds <laughs> they must do a lot of that <laughs> yeah Dude, you know what you know what's crazy is like uh i think about that because we play on broadway you know once in a while down in, mm -hmm. in nashville and uh and did there's so many people in the world you know, like, I don't know. They like it. You know, I don't yeah. give a shit. You know, it's yeah. wild. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand it, but they do, you know? Yeah. That, I don't that's know. how I felt going down. I was, when I was in Nashville a couple months ago and it was like, I went into Daniel Donato was playing in Layla's, I believe. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, you got to come to the show or whatever. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll go. Hadn't been to Broadway yet. Like the he's whole a nice dude. Oh yeah, yeah, the nicest dude. Yeah, so, he really is. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like whatever, you know, I'll come down. And I had nothing to, I had nobody to go with, so I just went down there by myself and I just decided to like kind of cut a lap up and back uh -huh. before the show you got just to, to. kind of just to kind of fucking get a feel for it again cuz I'd been a few years ago. Yeah. But you know, I go up and back and I'm just looking around and it's just I mean, this is like, you know, 8:30, 9 at night and it's like, okay, this is this is my this is my fix for the trip. I don't need to come back down here. This is fucking insane. Yeah. And then you yeah. go in there and it's like, exactly. It's it, people are, you know, there was maybe 10 or 15 of us who sat and watched the whole show of, uh -huh. of his, like it, it's just people filtering in and out constantly. And they're not oh, yeah. really concerned about sitting and watching the show. They're just like, Oh, cool music. I'm going to drink six beers with my buddies over in the corner. Uh -huh. It's fine, I guess, but yeah. yeah. Different scene something for everybody i guess so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little hard it's a little hard um, to not pay attention to daniel when he's on stage though i will say yeah. that yeah he's a fucking <laughs> shreds day. man yeah he shreds um hey can we uh can we get to this uh next song here is that okay yeah we can yeah get to that song okay uh the second song we're gonna play for everybody is want to do something and i believe 
I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, this was the first single that you released off of the the album. Um, so it's been out for, for a little bit now. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's a stellar, stellar song. Um, and kind of, you know, has hits a lot of like those classic, classic country kind of feels in it too, with still having your own like, you know, style and, and sound to it. It it's like a perfect balance i think but um if you want to talk about it uh, a little bit before we play it that would be amazing yeah man uh the song i it was just it originally just started out as like um the idea was just like um you know i always tried to like uh put music on the back burner and uh and then i would always find myself back at it you know and uh whether it be you're on your way to work and you just start writing words or like, you know, like it's just constantly something inside you just want you to create and, uh, and kind of not like understanding that, like understanding why my brain works like that, why, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, the line in there says, you know, um, I like laughing more than crying because I know we ain't living too long, you know, and that's that's kind of like the mood I've been in for the past couple of years because there's so much sad music and I really feel like life's just too short, man. You know, it's that's why I need to go out and I need to like be with people. I need to like laugh, hug people, you know, like all those things that yeah that that are important, you know, and um and I think I mentioned George Jones in that song mm-hmm. and um, and uh, because like he will like if you listen to George Jones, you can go on a trip. You know, you can sit there in the song and go on a trip and, and see, you know, it takes you somewhere. And that's that's kind of like what that song is is kind of referencing. It's just music and coming back to that, you know.
wanted to ask you a bit about, you know, because, you, you know, we've kind of talked, kind of mentioned earlier that you have to be doing something else other than music to, or uh, you got to be doing something else other than creating to create or something along those lines, kind of what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the first listen through this record and then like seeing the album, you know, the, the cover art and things like that, like, and obviously the title, when you, when you stack up the title, you got the imagery of, you know, what's on the cover art. And then that really, it was, it's all obviously very fitting and you can feel that shit all the way through the record. So I want to know like what, what exactly went into the writing of these songs and how you kind of like intentionally, I guess, like weave those themes through the entire record. Yeah, so, like, that's the thing about making a record, and I don't, I mean, I'm sure other artists are do the same, but, like, when I start writing, like, I write songs that, like, go together, you know? Like, I guess I grew up listening to albums and listening to records, so I, like, know, like, you know, well, this would be a good third song, or this would be a good first song, you know, on a record, like, and so, like, I'm constantly, like, trying to figure out, you know, placement of songs on records. And, um, and as far as writing them, I mean, I, uh, you know, that's just, it's basically just a year and a half of, of traveling and uh, being in a van with, you know, three of your friends, you know, and just discussing ideas. And, um, and there was so much insanity going on in the world in the past there's always insanity. Right. But it's been at a height in like six years. So it's like, um, there's just, there's so much to write about. And uh, I tried to keep it personal because I don't, I don't want to write about anything I don't know about, you know? So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I had an idea for the record and the way I wanted the record. I wanted to make a record that made people happy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so hopefully that 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 worked. I don't know. I guess we'll see. It, it it's made me work. happy. Yeah, it's gonna work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell you that it's working um, already. It's just like it was just interesting as I'm listening to it. I'm trying to, and you know, and I'd read you know through kind of some of the notes that we got sent over too, and I'm like, this is a guy from Kentucky, right, with a record called Goodbye L.A. recorded in Texas, <laughs> and <laughs> interesting. Yeah never thought of that where where do you put the pieces together there (laughs) yeah i mean we those the title track the album's called goodbye la and that Mm -hmm. that song really like turned a corner for me like we were in la and we were you know we were all getting in the van and there's just beautiful women everywhere and uh and we were all just joking around about all these beautiful women and then like and then we we're saying, yeah, they're all beautiful, but they don't want babies, you know. And and we we're <laughs> thinking that the girls back in Kentucky want babies, you know, which is totally <laughs> dumb. <right? laughs> which is totally uh, dumb because obviously there's girls in LA that want to have children. We just were being funny. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna write a song about that. So it's goodbye LA. You got some pretty ladies, but they don't want babies, and I do, you know. And uh. <laughs> And that song kind of turned a corner for me. We were playing a taco joint in Ohio somewhere, probably making like hardly any money. Mm. And we were trying to run that song. We were just kind of figuring it out. And we we played it 
And after we were done, I guess it was so different from uh, the stuff we did before. Some guy called me a sellout. And uh, and I was like, I thought, like, we're playing a taco joint in the middle of Ohio, <laughs> getting paid nothing. And you're calling me a sellout. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so at that in, in my head was just like, fuck you. I'm going to write and do what I want. And that was like a, a switch that went off inside me. Like, fuck everybody. I don't care like what kind of music you like or what you don't like. I don't care. I'm going to do what I want to do, you know? And, yeah. and maybe this is a result of that. Um, so what I was trying to get worked out right in my head and it, I never figured it out, but I'll just say it um, from just try it, man. right, right before the break was, um, <laughs> Won't be the dumbest thing you've said yet. I, I'll tell you that. Let's no, try. I can't. I like it's that. almost impossible, right? Um, I was gonna ask, find find some clever way of asking you, like what what people do at some of your shows to piss you off, and you kind of just said it there, like somebody called you a sellout at a, at a taco joint where you're not making very much money, which you could say might piss you off, and and I wanted to to somehow work this into why people should not make you angry at shows. And then somehow get that from there to your jujitsu background. Um, that, wow. That's what I've been trying to string together in my head, and it hasn't quite worked. So that's that's my attempt at it. But jujitsu is super cool, and like not not something that a lot of musicians I, I feel like do. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, wrestling that's is a pretty huge thing badass. in Iowa, and, and a lot of people actually do grow up doing jujitsu so there's a lot of places like you can do that around here because it does help with like wrestling quite a bit so that's just interesting i wanted to ask like kind of how you got into that and you know does does that affect your songwriting process at all you know like kind of get your aggression out and jujitsu and then you know um yeah i've only been training about a year and a half and um I, I started at the beginning of the pandemic because I was like, I, I'd always wanted to like learn how to fight. And like you, you always like, it's just something that's been like uh, right behind me the whole time. I don't, I'm, I don't know if you guys got anything, any of those that, you know, you need to take care of something. You just haven't taken care of it yet. It's kind of like that feeling. And so when the mm-hmm. pandemic hit, I was like, you know what? Like, I got this time. I'm just going to start training and learn how to uh, learn how to fight. And um, I started going to this Carlson Gracie gym and it's, it's been, um, it's, it's, I feel like everyone should do it. I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it's, it's, uh, the, I could talk about it for so long. Like I could talk about it longer than this record, you know, like, it's the, it's it's just super powerful like the mm. act of engaging in combat with a, another human being is like is so powerful and um i don't know yeah i mean but as far as people making me angry it shows that good luck i don't care what <laughs> people are doing out there you know i don't i it's it never bothers me you know i'm so used to playing in bars and people will listen if they want to listen you know, and people will will respect you and like you if you're good. So mm-hmm. the best thing I can do is be good at what I'm doing, and then nobody can do say or do anything. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. no, that's cool. Yeah, I, I really just wanted to 
to hear hear you talk about jujitsu. That 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 sounds awesome. I'm glad you found found that. And then yeah. you wrote fighting man. Uh, I wrote that before. I wrote ah. that before. Oh. Yeah. So you... like like everybody knows, like everybody can like. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys have been leaving the bar or growing up in your neighborhood. And you think you know how to fight. You fight your friends. You fight other people growing up. It's just what you do, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then you go into a gym where people actually know how to fight. Yeah. And you, and then you realize you don't know anything. Yeah. yeah man. Awesome. Hell yeah. Well, we're we're gonna transition here to our rapid fire segment. Uh, Let's do it. Part part of the show. <laughs> What's that dude? And what are you just what's rapid fire? So ask you some we're gonna ask you some stupider stuff than we've asked you so far. <laughs> yeah. Just, just yeah. random All questions right. that are I that we find funny, or at least we think you'll have funny answers for. Good. Good I don't answers. know why. I feel like I'm in a serious mood, so I I apologize. <laughs> uh, well you're all you start. I've been place. jumping all over. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll start uh what's your what's your favorite tattoo? Um, hmm. probably one that's not on my body, you know, oh. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I mean, I don't know. I like, I like all my tattoos. I, you know, whatever I, I you know, I got older in my forties and I got, I started getting my face tattooed because I was like, I realized I was, I'm not going to be in an office anywhere, you know? <laughs> so I don't care anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you that can, Kentucky outline on the side of your head that is iconic. Yeah, I I um I always wanted the state tattooed on me. I just didn't know where and that just seemed like a fine place, I guess. Couldn't agree more. My next one here is is actually kind of ironic uh, following that answer about not working in an office, but let's say you could go professional at something other than music. So that could be like any kind of professional like job or doesn't have to be like sports, but like you go if you could go professional at anything other than music, what would you want to be a pro at? Uh, probably fighting, probably martial arts, some kind of martial arts, probably jujitsu yeah. or uh, Muay Thai or something like that. You know, where I yeah. can beat people up for a living. Be badass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Stick with the job team. What's what's the worst job you've ever had? Hmm. That's tough. You don't have to name I've names. Shit job, huh? <laughs> so you don't have to name names of any companies or nothing. But no, I would. I would never do that because I might have to go back and work there. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I um, I haven't had I haven't had any real terrible jobs. You know, I mean, I I've always been a worker. And it works never bothered me. Um, I've had to like, I've had to clean up after portalettes have got, uh, knocked over by wind storms and stuff like that. Those kind of things are rough. And, uh, um, right. yeah, I mean, you have days like that, you know, and, uh, you know, days you're down, uh, tearing out septic systems or, um, or just down in the ditch on a rainy day, you know, it's, um, it's whatever. I don't care. It all pays, you know. It all pays. That's what you got to do. When you're doing something shitty at work, just 
getting on the payroll here. It's all right. <laughs> Whatever you got to do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll switch it up here. Nothing job related. What's a movie that you could quote every line in it, or like a very quotable movie for you? Maybe Tropic Thunder. Maybe. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, I don't <laughs> like who doesn't want to quote that movie all day. You know. Yeah, uh, I I could literally just sit with somebody and and quote that uh, back and forth all day. Oh yeah, that movie is so fucking funny. Yeah. It's <laughs> Anything with Danny McBride and explosives or. Right. Was he? Was he say something like, "I'm gonna make um, uh, Mother Earth shit her pants suit" or something like that? I think that's the way he says something. Like that. Right before or they blow Mother everything, and the, he says, "Mother the cameras Nature. aren't the cameras aren't even rolling." <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> Dude, that part where he says, uh, "He said somebody said they were close to me." He's like, "Somebody yeah. said you're on the wrong end of 40. Your career's over. He's like, <laughs> somebody said they were close, they were to, close me. to me. Yeah, we could quote this. We could do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, they got that. They got the head with, like, oh, that's uh, just corn syrup. Really he's like, warm, blood tasting corn syrup. Oh, yeah. All right. What's, uh, what's your favorite song to cover? Um, I like playing uh, Mel Street's uh, "Loving on Backstreet." Nice. I like playing that. I like playing uh, "The Image of Me," which is originally a Wayne Kemp song. Uh, he wrote "Like the Fireman." He wrote "One Piece at a Time." Mm. Uh, he's written a lot of uh, great songs. Cool, but uh, yeah, my uh, my last one here. Uh, what's your favorite outdoor activity? Mm. I like running. I like. Um, um yeah that's pretty much it uh, that's all i do if if i'm gonna like do some kind of activity outdoors i either run or yeah that's about it will you uh will you come to west liberty iowa and teach my children here how to also like running because that seems tough <laughs> for me to yeah do. i mean yeah i don't know i don't know how it changed for me i just like i mean once you get so much relief after going on a long run then you like you understand like the power of it you know yeah i um, get it it's 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 tougher to for teenagers to, to understand that i think but, yeah they don't want to do anything keep trying. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. no 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 yeah so you made All it through right. the rapid fire yeah uh, we did I, i'm gonna ask you two two extra questions here from uh our pa- patrons bonus on Patreon, so you can sign up for as little as one dollar per month. Support us, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll have the opportunity to ask questions to our guests. So, first, first one I'll start with, and shout out to Caleb Finkenbeiner for the question. Caleb wants to know if there's any chance of a Great Depression re-release on vinyl. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, me and me and Arlo, we talk a little bit, and um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean. I, I like playing music with that dude. He, uh, you know, we we always enjoy playing music with each other. So, yeah, maybe, hopefully, maybe. Yeah. hopefully. There you go, Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance? <clears throat> yep. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance? Yeah. No. 
What's that from? What was that? Dumb and Dumber. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, dumb and yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, yeah. Like, more like one in one million. So yeah, you're saying I'm... there's a chance. <laughs> I love that. That's another yeah. great movie. Yeah, that, that is. A good one. <laughs> Dude, when he's sitting at the bar waiting on her, and he's got those stupid gloves on. He's got got the cowboy yeah. hat, the, the <laughs> gloves with the <laughs> the fringe on him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's filling up with fuel and and the girl and the girl comes out and she got the skis on her on the rack on the top of her car and he says those are your skis she says yeah and he says both of them no yeah, just <laughs> yeah. yeah that's good uh, that's funny as shit all right do we have another ask, patreon one yeah, yeah. i gotta there i gotta ask go. this one so this one's from not only some one of our our patrons on patreon but also guy who writes for our website too from jay potter mm. and he wants to and this is what this is what he says he says uh i love the fact that he approaches classic honky tonk style with his own secular style lyricism does he worry about some listeners not responding to that type of honesty and when conveying his philosophy lyrically or does he hope to win some fans over with this brutal honesty you can tell he's a writer yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's question. a good question. That's like better than most questions I get asked. So better than I, every he, question we've yeah, asked he, so did far. Did he have somebody like proofread that? And <laughs> it's like, the best question. Put in big so words far. or what? Jeez. It's easily the best question so far. We haven't asked anything even half as good as that. <laughs> hey, that's why I saved uh, yeah. it to the end. We're trying our hardest now. Because <laughs> uh, if I would have said it, great. if I would have asked it at the start, then it would have just made us look like shit the whole way through. So, yeah. you gotta do it at the end so we look better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I like, I like talking about things that, I don't know. I like talking about things that other people don't want to talk about or like, I like pushing buttons. Mm -hmm. I think with, uh, I think with any kind of music, you got to make people uncomfortable, whether it's like, uh, maybe it's revealing something about yourself that most people wouldn't. But I think in that area, you learn, you connect with people. When you're open and honest and you say things, uh, I think that's how you make a connection with people. It's not by following the rules and keeping your mouth shut. You know, it's mm -hmm. by it's by making people uncomfortable. That's how you get that's how you get that connection. Beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful is right. And you think I mean, you're from Kentucky. And a lot of Kentucky artists like still do this this type of sound like really well. But I think I mean especially especially after this record, like my God, you you have that. Like I said, it's it's that that was why it was so interesting to me listening to it the first way through because it sounds like it was made and like it has all this like California Texas like kind of like Southwest like influence mm -hmm. kind of to it but mm -hmm. you're from kentucky it's it's mm -hmm. really interesting and it's i mean you do it you do it so well yeah i was like i was listening to like um the like um i think it's called the album's called the entertainer it's a whale and jennings record i think it's like mm -hmm. 81 or i'm not, not sure uh but it's just like an incredible record it's got like sparkly brown eyes on it it's got like uh um, what else does it have on it? It's got um, Never Could Toe the Mark. And uh, and then I was also listening to like ZZ Top, like Legs and stuff like that. And I really wanted to write 
like a driving record, you know, a record that made people happy. And I, I feel like those two examples I, I was drawn from were like my perfect ideal of like music that made people happy. So I just yeah. kind of like, mm. you know, that's cool. So that maybe because the Whale and Jennings, maybe and the ZZ Top, that's why it sounds like Texas and a little bit like California. You know? Yeah. 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 Makes total sense. Yeah. So yeah. Cool, yeah. Sounds great. Well, I can't, can't wait for everybody to hear it. I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea when we're going to release this episode. It might be out now, but uh, okay. <laughs> we'll see. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, I mean, no, we're, we're playing three singles off the album. That's yeah, that's already out. We can, we can really put this out. Oh yeah. This, this is to. one of my, this is uh, man. We talk, we do a lot of these podcasts around album releases, especially mm-hmm. lately. And mm-hmm. I can fucking tell you with full fucking confidence that this is easily going to be in my top five at the end of the year. I promise. Well, yeah. thank you. Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorite things I've heard in a long time. I love it. Yeah. For those listening, kind of like I was saying earlier, like it, it's one that stands out just immediately. First time listening through it. It's, yeah. it's like, this is right up. At least it's right up my wheelhouse. I'm sure it's right up Garrett's wheelhouse. And for people who listen to this show, um, I assume you listen to it because you have very similar music taste to us. So it should be right up your y'all's wheelhouse too. Um, so yeah, we can't say enough good things. Just we cannot wait for yeah. everybody to hear it. Yeah, um, awesome. Thanks for doing the for podcast, now, man. We appreciate you singles. taking some time and, and talking with us about the record. No, thank you guys. I, I appreciate you guys taking your time. Yeah. Oh, anytime, man. You're always anytime, welcome back. Anytime. Also. Oh yeah. I appreciate it. Oh, we, uh, we should just we should just set up a Great Depression reunion episode. Ah, reunion podcast. There you go. That's oh, a good man. idea. I don't know. Maybe the people listening let here. us know if that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm not against that. Idea. <laughs> it might be fun. Ah, that's a good idea. Fun. Um, <laughs> let's uh why don't you take give everybody let everybody know where they can go and get their hands on a physical copy of this thing? Are you pressing vinyl? Is all that stuff up for pre-order right now? Tell every plug all the shit where they can go and support <laughs> you and and uh, October first get their hands on this record. Yeah, you can go to uh, jeremypinnell.com, uh, sofaburn.com, and get uh, you could pre-order. Uh, you know. Um, all that stuff you get the record there's t-shirts there's nighttime eagle t-shirts but you need to get one because it's got an eagle smoking a cigarette in a tree you know it's like what a cool eagle does you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> the cool eagle that's my kind of eagle right there you know? <laughs> and uh you know uh yeah all that stuff um you go on the internet if if you don't know how to use the internet i don't know what to tell you then you're probably not it's listening to this right that now. You've made probably it this far not. In life. Yeah. No. It's amazing <laughs> that you've stumbled upon this episode of a podcast. If you if you don't know, hey, you dude, internet. that you know, it might happen. You know, it might happen. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe we just hurt somebody's feelings out there. Like, oh man, I'm listening to this, but I also don't know how to use the internet. Damn, they're like yelling at me right now. <laughs> well, I'm sorry we've alienated that fan but uh yeah. no man ser- in all seriousness yeah everybody needs to go get their hands on this thing and go get one of those badass t-shirts and and i just might follow suit with that and um yeah, yeah. thanks again for coming on the show no thank we're gonna, you guys. uh we're gonna leave everybody here with with nighttime eagle that's that's a that's a 
just came full circle there. Uh, that's yeah, the last yeah. song we're going to play. So I don't know if you want to intro this one and tell us a little story about it and we'll just roll right into it after that. So thanks again. Yeah, yeah man. Thank you. I, um, yeah, the, this song's just to let my family know everything's on the up and up, like while we're out on the road, really my wife, uh, you know, uh, me leaving ain't, uh, ain't always the greatest, but, um, whatever you gotta do what you gotta do. And, uh, and, uh, you know, when you're on the road, you get women looking at you and, uh, and, uh, I don't know. And it's fun. And, uh, and then you, so you write, uh, you say things like, uh, I love them big girls in Bakersfield, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and they might've not been looking at us. Probably not, you know, probably but, not. uh, we love them anyway, so uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Is that a good intro? I love them, big girls in Bakersfield, guitars and pedal steel. Got me singing about it all night long. She been a string like a honky tonk song. I hit the road with the four piece band, missing lines like I don't give a damn, and I don't even know what day. Good night time eagle. I hate to see my baby shed a tear Speak of darling, it's hard to hear Don't you worry, I'll be coming home soon Thinking about you got me howling at the moon And every night I dream about you And all the things that we're gonna do And I don't even know what town I'm in I just know I need your love Like a nighttime eagle Good night, Tommy.